Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're in chapter 26, looking at verses 12 through 14. Read from today's new international version. Paul is... um, telling or giving his defense before King Agrippa and he is not sugarcoating he is telling exactly even his um, uh, events in his life that he was probably well I'm sure he was very ashamed of he was ashamed of the fact that he was one of those that was uh, seeking to persecute Christians until he met Jesus on the Damascus Road because he did take his campaign of terror on the road headed to Damascus. So let's listen to Acts chapter 26, verses 12 through 14, read from today's New International Version. And Paul is speaking. On one of these journeys, I was going to Damascus with the authority and commission of the chief priests. About noon, King Agrippa, As I was on the road, I saw a light from heaven, brighter than the sun, blazing around me and my companions. We all fell to the ground, and I heard a voice saying to me in Aramaic, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? It is hard for you to kick against the goads. Again, Acts chapter 26, verses 12 through 14, read from today's New International Version. I'll be back with insights from the commentaries and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott, and I pray that you are enjoying my podcast. Stitcher listeners, you can listen, like, and follow on Pandora. Five Minutes in the Word is available on your favorite podcast apps, including Amazon Podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, and so many others. Please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that's Acts chapter 26, verses 12 through 14, read from today's New International Version. Paul is continuing to give his defense. And um, let me just go ahead and get started with what the commentaries had to say. He said, as I journeyed to Damascus, so he's um, relaying to uh, King Agrippa his campaign of terror, which was commissioned by the chief priest. So he's, um, and again, Paul does everything that he thinks is right according to how he's been trained so he's he's uh, explaining how he wound up changed from the person that was persecuting to the one that was sharing the word sharing the gospel sharing the good news so he said um, that he was journeying to Damascus on um, his reign of terror to snatch people from their homes is what it said earlier earlier in the book of Acts. 
and to bring them to Jerusalem to be punished. And uh, the commentaries said that this is the fullest account of Paul's experience on the Damascus Road because he's mentioned it about three times and it's more details this time. He first noted that he went on his mission of hate and persecution with the authority and commission of the same religious leaders who are now accusing him. Being intent upon the above said things, which were to punish the saints, compelled them to blaspheme and imprison them, and even put them to death on account of these things. That was his mission. And upon this, er and that was his errand and business that he went to Damascus for, the chief city of Syria, Syria, where he knew there would be many that believed in Christ, who had removed from Jerusalem on account of the persecution or settled there before. With the, so he went with the authority and commission of the chief priests or the Jewish Sanhedrin to bring those of them uh, to Damascus bound to Jerusalem in order to be punished. And he said that along the way, at midday, O king, so he's making sure he has King Agrippa's full attention. So he's calling, uh, he's, he's being called to excite his attention to what he's about to relate it being very wonderful and of great importance. So he's on his way to Damascus and he's very near the city and a light from heaven de uh, descended. And he, he said the light was even brighter than the sun. There could be no question about the supernatural character of the light, which overpowered the midday glare of an eastern sun. And as we sit and just kind of imagine in our minds of course we've seen pictures in um, maybe children's Bible stories about uh, Paul's conversion on the Damascus Road so you can just imagine what is happening at that very moment Paul intent on uh, bringing Christians before uh, the high priest to be punished and Christ stopping him, halting him, and saying, Paul, why are you persecuting me? Why are you doing this? Paul uh, went to Damascus supremely, well, he was headed to Damascus, confident that he was right. And it took a light brighter than the noonday sun to show him that he was wrong because the uh, resurrected Christ asked him, why are you uh, persecuting me? It's hard to kick against the, the goads. And according to McLaren, which I thought was very interesting, one important addition, well, <clears throat> excuse me, one important addition to Christ's words here is not included in either chapter 9 or 22. Paul added that Christ had said, it is hard for you to fight against my will. Paul's passion and his conviction were commendable, but he was not headed in the right direction. He wasn't headed in the direction that God wanted him to go, even though he thought he was doing the right thing. The metaphor is very plain. 
The ox goad was a formidable weapon, some seven or eight feet in length, shod with an iron point and capable of being used as a spear and of inflicting deadly wounds at a pinch. Held uh, in the firm hand of the plowman, it presented a sharp point to the rebellious animal under the yoke. So you just have to imagine Paul as this uh, as this uh, animal that God is trying to rein in, and he's trying to do it gently, because it says if the ox had not, if it doesn't readily yield to a gentle prick, uh, then um, of course, and it starts kicking, it's, it's it's going to hurt itself. If it lashes out with its hoofs against the point. It's going to have bleeding flanks. So Paul had been striking out instead of obeying. And all he won for, for this was a bloody hox, hox, according to McLaren. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. This is such a, a mighty, powerful an important word. We thank you for the picture of you reaching out for your servants. And you are, you've been trying to get Paul's attention and you just had to halt him where he was and says, uh, you're being disobedient and all you're doing is hurting yourself. So God, we thank you for that opportunity to change our our the way we're, we're walking, to change our life, to turn away from uh, ways that aren't godly, ways that aren't your way. We thank you for that. We thank you for that picture. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. Praying for my niece and my um, little unborn great-niece. Praying for my grandson as he's driving now. Uh, back and forth to school. Keep him safe, Father. Praying for others who need you in whatever special ways they need you, Father. They um, will tell you in their own words what their needs are. And we're thanking you in advance for answered prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.